Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 677. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, I'm going to share with you what 65% of Americans consider their worst money mistake. And this comes to us from Investors Business Daily. But there's more to it than just one mistake. In fact, they did this survey and they've got a couple of categories here that I wanna share with you. One chart showed the percentage of people who'd made a money mistake and then each category of that mistake. And then another chart showed the percentage of people who consider these certain financial mistakes their worst money mistakes. So before I share with you, what that worst mistake is that 65% of Americans are making, here are the percentage of people who've made a money mistake and what category that mistake was in. Well, about 50% have made a mistake in insurance, the insurance area not insuring enough, whether that was life insurance or some other form of insurance, it doesn't say, could have been flood insurance, for example. About 65% of people have made an investing mistake. About 66% of people have made a mistake borrowing or managing debt. About 70% have made a mistake saving, whether that was where they saved or how they saved, it doesn't get into specifics there. And then, no surprise, 90% of people have made a money mistake doing their budgeting. 90%. Now, that's not the subject of this podcast yet, but I do want to pause here and talk about this for a second. Because 90% of people have made a money mistake while budgeting. You know what that probably is? They weren't able to stick to the budget. And that's why I don't recommend budgets for most people, because it's like a diet. As soon as you go on it, you want to go off it. What you want to do is have good lifetime habits, just like good eating habits. Instead of dieting and depriving yourself, or budgeting and depriving yourself, you wanna set your money priorities and figure out what are the five things you wanna spend your money on and make sure you're spending where your priorities are. So it's no surprise to me that 90% have made a mistake with budgeting. You might be really good at it. A few, you know, some people are very good at it, but most people really don't get the knack of it, don't wanna be on a budget and really feel restricted and I think can start to have a bad relationship with money, if that makes sense. So look at your spending priorities. I do have some podcasts about your spending priorities and I do recommend that in place of budgets. That way you won't be beating yourself up. You won't be falling off the budget all the time and that'll eliminate that problem for you. All right, the other chart was about the percentage of people and their worst money mistakes. So 52% of people said their worst money mistake was missing a credit card payment. Well, that happens occasionally, and unfortunately, they really sock it to you with the penalties. So 
If you haven't listened to the podcast about how I organize my bill paying system, it's a very low tech, not high tech at all, very low tech way, but it does keep me paying my bills on time, keeping my credit score very high. And that's because a big part of your credit is just paying your bills on time. So if you just get that right, it's gonna help your credit score. The next thing is 55% of people overdrew their checking account. That was their worst money mistake. Again, not really tracking your money, not really paying attention to what's going on. It can happen to anyone. But now you can put alerts on your accounts and I suggest you do that. You can usually go into your settings at your bank online and you can ask to be sent alerts by text or by email if your bank balance gets below a certain amount. Usually, if you get that text and you transfer money from your savings account into your checking account the same day, you can avoid getting that big overdrawn fee. All right, the next thing was about 56% of people said their mistake was they lacked insurance. Again, it doesn't say what kind of insurance, so I can't really give you uh, more detail there. 60% of people said they lacked emergency savings, that that was their worst money mistake. And of course, it's nice to have an emergency savings account. I have to be honest with you, most of my life, I did not have an emergency savings account, but I did have a line of credit that I could draw on and tap into if I needed to. About an equal amount of people, around 60%, said their biggest mistake was mismanaging debt. That might be not paying attention to what interest rate you're paying. I know that it's very common for people to be advised to pay their low balances and not pay attention to their interest rate. I think that's a huge mistake. You're obviously gonna pay more if you don't pay attention to what your highest interest rates are on your cards. So make sure you attack that high interest rate debt and that's going to be the cheapest way that you can pay it off. And if you want a whole system of paying off debt, look into my debt diamond method. And that will not only help you pay off your debt without having to pay one extra dollar than necessary in interest, but it will also help you raise your credit score at the same time. All right, here's the biggie. 65% of Americans said their worst money mistake, can you guess it? Not saving enough for retirement. That's the big one, not saving enough for retirement. Now I've talked about this before and I really think that rather than the problem being not saving enough for retirement, because everybody is saving as much as they can. I really think that people are conscious of trying to save. It doesn't mean you're not spending money and you're saving every dollar. That's not what I mean. But I mean that I think people are really aware of wanting to save more. They're aware of wanting to put money into their retirement plan. They're putting some money into their plan. Hopefully as you get more money and get raises, you can put more and more money into your retirement plan. But here's the thing. I think that gets too much attention. People thinking they're not saving enough and beating themselves up that they're not saving enough money. When an equally or even more important factor of the wealth building formula, money compounding in time, is how well you're compounding. And that's where I see people are messing up because 
They're saving money. They're putting money into their retirement account. But oopsie, it's going into the cash account and they're earning less than 1%. When last year alone, the stock market was up 28%. The S&P 500, the largest companies in America, were up 28% for the year. And the stock market has been averaging about 12.5% annually for five years. This is where the big mistake is because they're not maximizing their investing. They're not getting their dollars invested. Even if you didn't save enough, but if you invested well, it would actually make up for you not saving enough. But if you don't save enough and then you don't invest well, you sit in cash, then yeah, that is going to eventually backfire on you. So that wealth building formula of money compounding in time is super important because time is pretty much set based on your age. That's why I did that podcast about 40 to 45 being, you know, a real wake up call for your retirement because you're running out of time to really have the time work on your side and have that compounding really work for you past that point. Doesn't mean it won't work for you. and doesn't mean you can't make it. You certainly can, even if you start at 50 or whatever. If you invest well, that will make up for a lot of the time that you missed out on and the fact that you didn't start early. And if you don't save enough, if you invest well, that will make up for that too. So I think the real area that people are missing is the part about investing well, which is why I started the Be Wealthy and Smart VIP experience was to teach people how to do that properly so you can get to the 10% year in, year out, long-term compounding rates of the stock market. That's what you really need to do that will make up for a lot of mistakes, including this mistake of not saving enough for retirement. So I'm saying you've got to be invested in the stock market. You wanna be diversified. I always talk about asset allocation and we provide that in the VIP experience as well. You want to understand what you're doing when you're investing. I don't recommend that you try to find the next Amazon or the next Microsoft or the next Google or the next Apple. That's very, very difficult to do. Rather, I recommend that you use exchange-traded funds. Exchange-traded funds are literally buying the index, whether it's large companies, medium-sized companies, small companies, international, emerging markets, real estate, or some specialty sectors that might have an opportunity to grow even faster than the market. These are the things that are easy to identify, easy to participate in and get to really nice average rates of return, those double digits that the stock market has averaged over the long term. So where do you wanna spend your time and energy? You wanna spend your time and energy on becoming a better investor. That is gonna make up for Starting late, it's gonna make up for not saving enough and it can dig you out of that retirement hole that you may have found yourself in. If you're interested in finding out details about the VIP experience, there's a short questionnaire in the show notes. Complete that and we'll set up a time to talk. And I'm excited to say that we have our winter referral contest going on now. You have the opportunity to win 10 of my Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets valued at $197 to help you get a wealthier mindset. You have the opportunity to win 10 of my You're Already a Wealth Heiress books, which was named one of the best wealth books of all time by Book Authority. And you have the opportunity to win one of five wealth mentoring sessions with me. All you need to do is leave a review on iTunes that will get your name in the drawing one time. 
And if you have an Android phone, use stitcher.com, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com to leave your review. And if you've read The Wealtherist book and you leave a review on Amazon, that will get your name in the drawing two times. Winners will be announced in mid-March. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.